Hello and welcome to the St Elwick's Neighbourhood Association newsletter podcast brought to you by the St Elwick's Neighbourhood Association Committee, St Elwick's Exeter, registered charity number 2835684. Minutes from the last committee meeting can be found in the usual place, uh, although I wouldn't bother reading them unless you're particularly interested in learning about Gary Van Sned's interrupted loft conversion. Uh, So, parish notices. First up... Uh, The Wises of 43 St Elwick's Road still haven't got rid of their Christmas tree. Bear in mind it's almost February at the time of recording. They have at least taken it out of their front window, uh, but now it's just been left in their carport as if it's going to dissolve in the rain. St Elwick's has its very own super spreader in the form of pharmacist Karen Hillier. The pestilent chemist had been doing daily lateral flow tests to make sure she was Covid negative, but in an act of professional hubris didn't read the instructions. In her defence, she has stated, uh, and I quote, If it looks like a pregnancy test, I'm going to do a slash on it, aren't I? Uh, It remains unclear what she did with the apparently superfluous 12-inch nasal swabs. In other news, uh, Tabitha Hargreaves is now allergic to celery. Uh, Kingston Paxton has started wearing reading glasses. And little Oliver Price of Merton Road has learned to count to ten in French. His parents did send me a little video to share on the Neighbourhood Association website, but his pronunciation is a little bit off, uh, and I wouldn't want other language learners getting confused. Uh, Council watch now. The council have removed the raggedy old AstroTurf cricket pitch from the middle of Ravco Club Green. Uh, They got a little overzealous, so instead of merely peeling it off, have dug it out. So there is now a 22-yard long, 10-foot deep trench in the middle of the park. Until they've dealt with it, Judy Bryant and Phil Molner from the Association Committee will take it in turns on a daily basis to make sure no one is trapped down there. Crime figures uh, now, and this really brings us to the central theme of this week's edition. It won't have escaped your attention that this month has seen flashes of disorder and civil unrest across the world, uh, with some extraordinary standout incidents. Uh, Well, St Elwick's has been no exception to that trend. Loitering is up 24%. The name and shame notice board on Magdalen Road for people not wearing masks when shopping is chock-a-block. The boom in lockdown puppy purchasing has led to a less appealing boom in abandoned dog's mess. I've had 48 letters about that in the last week alone. They are from the same person, but I still think that illustrates my point. And finally, on a personal note, uh, my car has been vandalised right outside my house. Uh, Someone left a shoe on the bonnet. If anyone has any information, please uh, pass it on to myself uh, or, of course, Community Liaison Officer PC David Routledge. That uh, brings us to uh, Local Lives, uh, and appropriately, uh, this, uh, this week's Local Lives guest is a security expert. Tony Dowland is a retired Royal Marine Commando, uh, who, who I don't know personally, but I am told has established a, a volunteer group called the Limston Reservists, uh, which intends to teach St Elwickians about safety and security in the community. I assume the uh, Limston bit is a tribute to the Royal Marine Training Camp in Limston, just down the road uh, from us, past Exton. Um, I have to say I'm delighted someone like that is is willing to share their expertise and guide us through this very stressful period. Um, After all, um, what do any of us really want other than to feel safe? Um, That's certainly uh, always been number one on my bucket list. So, uh, without further ado, let's give Tony a ring and hear all about his new venture. Yeah. Hi, is that uh, that Tony Tony Dowland? Yeah. 
Hi, it's Malcolm Durridge here from the St. Elwick's uh, yeah, Association I, newsletter podcast. Just, uh, yeah, just hold. I just want to check the schedule. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> we. Yeah. You seemed and on the, the email the, to be happy to have the. Uh, uh, the surname. My surname is, is, is Durridge. It's all in the. Durridge. Durridge, right. Durridge. 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 Okay, yeah. Got you scheduled in for. I've got you scheduled in for 30 seconds' time. If we can just wait that time out. Um, uh, just right, just okay. ten seconds. Sure, um, I can um, f- fill that. I, I, I suppose just all seconds my daughter now. Jess can always edit it out. Right later. Um, okay, let's go. We do get. Um, firstly, I mean, th- th- thank you for talking to me. Obviously, um, yeah. We, we we get we get a lot of of of, um, of Tonys in, in in local lives um, over the years. I think you're. I think you're at least the fourth. Certainly the I'm second. sorry. What are you? I'm sorry. What are you saying to me? I was just saying we, we seem to have a lot of Tonys in St Elwick's. I mean, you're a, you're a St Elwick and you're a, no, okay, you're no. a Tony. What you're doing there? Yeah. What you're doing here is your classic small talk. Right. I was just hoping to sort of ease us in. It's a very much a civilian way of doing things. I'll be honest with you. Uh, that's fine, but time is uh, precious. So let's. Uh, Let's try and keep it a little bit more snappy, all right? I appreciate you know a lot of Tonys. Um, Wait, I just wondered if maybe you did too, because it could it could be something that could run to another feature one day. Uh, we've got obviously this Tony Corrigan. Yeah, listen, listen. What you do in your own time, what mm. you do in your own time is your own time. Okay. Okay. What you do in your own time is your own time. It's what I say to the lads when we're uh, out yomping. Always, I'll stop every fifteen minutes and I'll say, "All right, lads, what you do in your own time is your own time." And um, it's it's a basic rule of thumb, I think, means uh, you streamline activities. Right. So okay, well, let's. Uh, I don't want to be crude, but let's let's drop all the Tony bullshit and uh, let's get on to the agenda. We can get into the meat of it. Well, I, well, I, the, the the reason I thought it'd be good to talk to you is because, as I'm sure you will agree, we we live in quite uh, troubled. Troubled times, uh, and the and world's I, on fire. Mm. If you don't mind me saying, Malcolm, mm. the world is on fire, and um, and uh, it's the reason I agreed to talk to you today. Go on. Well, I I understand uh, that you you have uh, set up some kind of volunteer adventure to uh, educate and inform <clears throat> locals about safety and security in the local community. And are you and referring to the Limpston Reservist? The the, the Limpston Reservist. Is this what I gather? Which because because I gather you're a former. Uh, right, Royal Marines commando. Royal Marine, correct. And, um, and and while we're talking about correct, I'll just correct you on a couple of things. Right, uh, it's not a volunteer organisation. Oh. Um, there's actually a f- fairly stringent process to become a Limston reservist. Um, it's both physically and mentally demanding. So l- let's not let's not draw parity with. With uh, you, you know, your, your dear old purple rinse working behind a counter of Oxfam. Let, let's right. let's not draw comparison with the two sure. because what we're talking about is a tough mental attitude, a tough physical attitude. Go on. Right, I, I see. So I I, I assume the, the the name Limston re, re, refers to the, the base where they train the Marines, just just about seventeen yep. miles away, and um, yep. We're just down the road from the from the Royal Marine Commando base. It felt right to affiliate ourselves 
with um, Her Majesty's services. Mm-hmm. And I know that in theory, certainly in principle, uh, they both recognise and celebrate us. So uh, it made sense for us to be physically near to the base, yes. Great. And and so um, you, you, I mean, would, what, perhaps you could tell us a bit, a bit about your, your past as a, as, a, as a commando in the... Um, <coughs> well, what I learned uh, in uh, applying for the commandos was discipline. Um, it's not all about me, and I don't want to go on about me, but I, I had a fairly shady past, a fairly troubled youth, mm-hmm. um, because if there's one thing that the youth need, it's crushing discipline, and uh, I didn't have it in my own house. I didn't learn anything other than fear. Now, if you go into a situation and you want to put things right, mm-hmm. you go into a situation you want to bring order, you don't send a mouse in, do you? Right. Do you send a mouse in? No, well, certainly I, this is my my problem I have with uh, you know your card carrying pacifist. I, I think sometimes that there, there is there is a place for a for a non mouse. Um, absolutely, right. yeah. So right. If the world was run by mice, um, I mean, good God, we're in a mess. The, uh, the one eyed rat is king. Mm. Well, I don't know what that means, but. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure um, the principle of what you're talking about is what I'm talking about. Mm, I think and so. what I'm talking about is structure, yeah. domination, right. organization, mm. and an end to terror. An end to terror. Right. Yeah. Okay. Terror, terror comes in many forms. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an example, if I may. Please. Uh, terror uh, might be entering um, a series of caves in uh, the Afghan hills uh, uh, to, to take on to take on uh, a tra- highly trained mm. radicalized terror cell mm. that might be you know, come under the ballpark of terror I think it's but let would. me let me ask you this well, what uh, bracket would you put a youth 14 years of age writing he's writing a chopper or a grifter mm-hmm probably been uh, sharing a fag with some of his friends. Mm-hmm. What would you call him riding along, uh, coughing into the face of an 80-year-old woman, mm. her imbibing, instantly imbibing COVID, mm. and within 24 hours, the woman's dead. Mm. Now, what's that? Is that terror? I, well, I would absolutely say it was. I, I would say it, it's it's terror, and it's it's the the thin end of the wedge. If if we as a community aren't uh, attempting to police that in some way, it's so refreshing to hear this tone. It sounds uh, it sounds like we're on the it sounds like we're on the same page. I must say, um, and, and and so how fast have you come from that very tough beginnings to uh, to from chaos to order? So very much a sort of an aquatic Andy McNabb in a way. It sounds like to me. Yes. Mm. Oh, I see. You you're referring to the Marines, the the aquatic connection. Mm, mm. Yes, and we've we've very much continued that theme with the Limpston reservists. Right. I and don't so, know. I don't know whether you know uh, uh, Brown's Pond. Uh, yes, I know Brown's Pond. Yes. Yeah. Right. Well, it's where the training begins. Mm. Oh, uh, right. We've got seven, we've got seventeen members now, uh-huh. um, and if you speak to any of them, they'll all confirm that the toughest day was day one. And it was the water submergence procedure that mm-hmm. we opened training with. Good grief. Yeah. Now, some of the reservists were of varying ages. Um, some of the reservists, um, my second in command, Ray, mm-hmm. he uh, 
Well, I'll be honest with you, he almost drowned. Oh, right. And are, these, the, are they all like you? Are they all? Are they all former? They're all former Marines, are they? Are they, no, they drawn no, they're from not the all. They're, they're not all former Marines. Mm-hmm. They've not all been in Her Majesty's service. Mm. But what I say is, if you if you train someone right, then they're a de facto Marine. Uh-huh. We're, we're operating from a Marine's handbook, mm. something that uh, I received on application to the Marines, mm-hmm. and um, we train from that directly. Mm. Uh, we go through stringent training, the same training as the Royal Marines. I mean, don't get me wrong; some of our members c- couldn't do every single exercise. Nice. Uh, one of our members, for example, is, he's compromised. Well, he can't walk, so nice. it would be un- it would be unfair for sure. for me to make him, for example, run through a hot tar burning building as um, most of us have had to do. Yeah. I can't make him run because he can't run. So in that in that instance or what we did was we set fire to a tractor tire and we pushed him through it tick box ticked um i mean i'm just wondering how how those skills are deployable in for example a a, a suburban setting um you know we're, we're right on the, well, the edges of exeter itself my... we're almost semi-rural some parts of uh, st elwick's um you know how, how you deploy in, in that setting that's right and that that's why we tend to get out in rural environments uh, the latest yomp, for example, uh, we actually yomped up from Penzance. Uh, I got the lads uh, down oh, on wow. a train. Mm. Now, I don't know how long you think that would take, the Penzance, Penzance yomp. To hit? A good, well, back, back to St. Elwick's? Yeah. yeah that's a, it's, oh, golly gosh, I mean, I assume that would take a, a, a week? I don't know. I mean, I've, I've never It was knocking any... on the door of five weeks. Oh, right, Okay. Because okay. we're uh, one for all and all for one. And as I told you, some of our members are compromised. Yes, yes, um, right. Okay. Okay, I mean, so... One of our members, God bless him, he's 83 years of age. Um, he didn't finish. He didn't mm. finish the yomp. He's currently hospitalised just outside of Penzance. Um, I've had a letter from him. He, he, he doesn't regret attempting the yomp. And that's the great thing about these guys. It's spirit. So... Great. We jump through uh, rural um, environs uh, because we are hoping that we're prepared for anything. And very soon, we are entering uh, the reservists' page one of our manifesto. Of your manifesto? Yes. Um, we use the Royal Marine um, Training Guide, but then we have got our own manifesto. Right. I've I tentatively called it my struggle, um, but I've been advised that I should I should probably re- revisit yes, I, that title. Yeah, I think that's the thing. That sounds like so- solid advice. That sounds like advice from from a good friend. Um, well, I've just I've taken out my and I've just, I just call it struggle. Okay, that's, str- that's so strong. So it's, it's the limp from reserve is struggle, okay. and it's just a manifesto of uh, what we're hoping to achieve. And page one, item one. We're going for it's real lockdown, right? You're familiar so, with lockdown? Well, well, yes, of course. I'm, 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 I'm living it as, as we. <clears throat> well, what, you... what you're doing is you're li- you're living a modern Tory government's version of lockdown, and what that means is feel free to uh, wander around your local community, coughing like a plague victim, with no consequences. So nice. what we're aiming to do is to instigate uh, in, in around the around Exeter 
uh, a 50 mile radius, ambitious, coming out of Exeter. We're aiming to instigate voluntary real lockdown. And what that means is we're aiming for the entire populace of this part of England to lead the way by not leaving their houses at all. Uh, well, uh, so, uh, so I, I, I've got, a, I've got a, a, a couple of questions here. Yeah. So, so, I mean, well, obviously, obviously, firstly, there, there's a, a myriad of, of logistical problems with potentially literally everyone not leaving their yeah, well, house, including you key workers. You and say, so, there's a few logistical problems with people coughing themselves to death. Right, sure, sure, gra- granted. But in terms of sort of, you know, healthcare and su- supply chains, I, I th- th- think the thing that the more pertinent question is, I, is what I, 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 I suppose I'm surprised. What I was under the impression was that this was a... This was a, a a club or something that was for teaching people about security in the community. I, yes. th- I thought you were doing online classes for you know what to do if a burglar's in the house or, yes, or, or we, we, what happens if we, a boat's on fire. We, we have our roots in um, local uh, security, right? Yeah, well, we, we have but our. I don't, I don't our, think I don't think you necessarily would have a. Manifesto, I should, possibly the word manifesto should have raised an alarm bell. Like I, said, I don't think you necessarily would have, would have a mandate to to shut down a. Well, we certainly haven't got a mandate. Mile... If, if, we certainly haven't got a government mandate. No, but then you're, uh, suggesting, you... you're suggesting what that you would. So, uh, let me give you a little history lesson, if I may. Okay. During the Second World War. Oh God. Um. Local um, people, people who were either unfit, female, or cowardly, mm-hmm. didn't go to war. Right. Now, yep. they were made to feel like they were part of the war effort by bringing some of their saucepans to a, to a collection centre where they were told that those saucepans would be melted down and they would be uh, turned into aircraft to fight the Luftwaffe, mm-hmm. to take on Hitler's evil empire. Now, mm-hmm. if you're a student of history, as I most certainly am, you'll know that not a single one of those pans w- was used in creating an aircraft. All right. they, were, they were collected by the authorities, and they were put into landfill. Now, hey. the question is why? I, I, I'm on tenterhooks here. I'd, I'd, I'd love to know why. Right. And then the answer to why is to boost morale. Okay? To, bo- to oh. boost morale. If people think they're doing something, then there's, they're united. So okay? there's, a, now, there's a societal bond, but no one's got a saucepan, but everybody's a little bit right. chipper. Right. We're, we're, all di- we're all operating with one saucepan, but we feel like we've... We've done our bit to bring down the Wehrmacht. It mm. is basic psychology. Now, in Boris Johnson's Britain, we've got a genuine crisis. Mm. And what are, what are the um, citizens of the United Kingdom being asked to do? I'll tell you. Occasionally stay in their flat. Don't enjoy a pint. Right. Right? Mm. Now, where's the sense of collective responsibility there? There's no sense of collective responsibility. The may as well, he may as well be saying, we're going to fight this global crisis, but everybody's going to go and buy a crunchy and eat that. 
well, I, I, I think there has been some some community spirit. I mean, even in the, the, the St. Elwick's Neighbourhood Association, I mean, since since the first lockdown, Gary Van Sned, who's our association secretary, he's he's been wiping down the, the door handles of every door knocker in his in his street. Um, yeah, that's on right. A weekly basis. Uh, uh, right. And who's that saved? I'll tell you who that saved. That saved those members of the community who think it's acceptable to go around licking door handles. I don't. Well, I don't think. I don't think anyone. Look, mm. look. We've got a crisis. Okay, I've been trained. I've been trained appropriately. I've been trained with discipline, community spirit, and I want us all to pull together. Right. And what I want to do is, I want to enforce a real lockdown. Right, but I don't think you're now, necessarily authorised. Mm. Sorry, a family of four can live off a solitary can of beans. This might surprise you. How long for? Um, I, I don't know. One month. Just lunch. One, One month. I don't think that can possibly be true. I don't That's think... the case. I've done the research. Where? You're going to lose body fat. I'll be the first to admit that. But for one month, there's not a human being in Britain who, given a fifth of a can of beans, couldn't subsequently survive with no food whatsoever. But, so you can't. No, you're just kind of a scurvy-ridden nation of very hungry, very crotchety people. Within about, within about, well, probably by the end of the day, I would say. It does not. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I doubt very much there's a household in Britain that hasn't got vitamin C tablets. Scurvy's vitamin C problem. Right, but, so, but even so, give, give your kids a vitamin C tablet, what, and give three them a big beans. can of beans, and say we will endure. Say that to your kids. We will endure. And then let's shut these streets down. Let's close these streets down properly. I mean, it's not realistic. I certainly couldn't do that with my family. My, my family, I mean, you know, f- family dinner tonight. I've already promised them Mexican eggs with potato hash, which is, yes, which is well, one of my problem. daughter's favourites. Of course, of, yeah, of course you have. Your daughter shouldn't even know where Mexico is. What? Let's get in there with force. Well, Let's doing... use force as kindness. But that, 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 that's, that was a... that's actually chapter two, force as kindness. But how, I mean, how would you even do it? Listen, 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 Malcolm. I I didn't want to be I didn't want to be involved in this. I I, I didn't I, I didn't this this is not what the Limpston Reservists were formed for. Well, what are we're you formed a pe- for? We're a peace we're a peacekeeping group of concerned citizens. Uh, we wanted to be out there on the street making sure people were safe, okay? Now, you know that the police force aren't armed, and, and neither are we. Right. Just to give you an idea of the tone. Uh, an um, idea we, of the tone, and, and yeah, a, a great sense of relief. I'm, I'll yeah, be honest with well, you. well we, did, we did apply for weapons, but um, that was, it was fairly comprehensively turned down. Mm-hmm. I, um, I have a GAT air pistol, which looks the part, if nothing else, but it only fires sections of potatoes. Listen, my point is, we're not an armed force. We're not violent by nature, but we've sat by too long. We've watched people inhaling inhaling this awful disease. We've watched them doing it at garden parties. We've watched them doing it at illegal raves. And it's got to stop. Now, can, can how we... does it stop? By by asking people if they'll stop? We've asked them. They won't stop. So, how about a multi-generational crew of men enter an illegal rave, each of them with half a snooker queue, 
And they gently encourage people to stay in their homes. Now, all I'm talking about is 24 weeks of absolute isolation. And I promise you, it, uh, for 100 miles surrounding Exeter, there will not be one case of COVID. I promise you that. Yeah, but, yeah, but everyone else will be dead of something else. What? Well, they're, they're, well, the starvation to begin with. I've told you about the beans, right? Yeah, which I I I, I cast severe severe doubt on. Well, I mean, what you if you want to help, why don't you just volunteer to become a, a vaccinator instead of starting what is it sounds like a, a, a militia, albeit one that's only armed with a potato gun. Right. Okay. Well, let me tell you this. I've had my vaccine. Well, that's well. I mean, I'm delighted to hear it. I mean, it suggests to me that I'm, you I'm, you are in some I'm, sort of vulnerable category. That's and, correct. And, and, I am. And therefore, I, that's correct. Probably that's correct. I not, am not I am, suitable to be to be heading up some sort of vigilante mob. I'm. I'm in the. Um, I'm unfortunately in the vulnerable group. Uh, probably why I'm so passionate about this, mm-hmm. uh, because I have an inherited condition called black lung. Black lung. Yeah. I don't think that's a thing. I mean, that sounds like something that a, a, a sort of 18th century buccaneer might have. I don't. Not really. That's right, and th- those indeed are my roots. Listen, it's just a plan. It's just page one of the struggle. I haven't implemented it yet. You asked me what we're about. Now, it's not what we're about originally, but it's what we have evolved into necessity. Well, what do you, I mean, it's, it's not feasible. I mean, what would you, I mean how would you actually literally d- disperse a, a, a mass gathering of, of two or more people if you saw them in the, the in the streets i mean what would you actually do realistically in, in times of covid mm. i'd bag and tag bag and tag yes you'd bag the people you'd put them yes, in a bag I'd bag the people just in a very big one very big bag or a bag each well, we've got we're, we're, we've got hold of several agricultural sacks um we can deal with groups of up to 15 depending on how many reservists are available. Frank Cars, one of our members, has got a Citroen Bilingo, and it's roomy in the back. We would back them up, and uh, we'll drive them 100 miles, and then we uh, release them into the wild. What, and just stuff a Snickers in their sock and wish them the best of luck? Well, I'm not going to waste a Snickers on them. They can, they can find their own way. Problem solved? No, no, no. You, you're not, well, not going to have any powers to do that. What would you? What are you going to do with a with a with a with a, a coughing looter? You know, realistically, a coughing looter. What, what's what's he looting? Paint a picture for me. He's he's there's a there's there's an abandoned patisserie. There's an abandoned patisserie on 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 Magdalen Road, uh, which has been abandoned because someone has been alerted that they've they've got their jab slot, their vaccine, but it's right now. They've got to go. They've forgotten to lock up, and so, someone is is looting. Someone is looting. Okay. So there's a, a, a young person who's uh, seen an abandoned patisserie and thought, I'm going to go in there and get my feast on. Right. Right. Okay, and he's got a cough of uncertain origin. I mean, how, how, how are you, how are you going to safely police that? You know, well, former marine or no former marine? Hmm? If it's the patisserie I'm thinking of, it, it backs on to the courtyards of the White Horse pub. Exactly right. Right. One, I form a base in the White Horse pub. Right. I call the reservists together, and we have a meeting. I've actually got hold of one of those. Um, I've actually got hold of one of those maps that you can move battleships around on. That you've seen them. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, we'd get around that and we would look at the exits to the patisserie. Now, I happen to know that the, uh, the back, the White Horse pub, and uh, the front door yeah, goes, goes directly onto Maudlin Road, yes. That's correct. The first thing I would do is uh, we're lucky that we have a trained carpenter in our ranks, Jerry. Right. Jerry Bowers, don't mm. you know him? I, well, I, I, I know of him. I think he did a, a bit of work for my friend Hillary uh, last he, year, uh, early last year. He's been, he's been on the uh, the old hospital for the last two years, boarding up the old hospital. Yeah, okay. Okay, well, I'd call on his services. He's got a van. He'd bring the van down. Uh, it would be packed with plywood. And the first thing that we would do is seal up the patisserie. Do you seal the looter inside? Correct. Right. Initially, with plywood and uh, long horse nails. What's a horse nail? What do you mean? What it's it? uh, the long nails that you put in horses' hooves. Why have you got those? Sorry, is one of your friends a, f- a farrier? Uh, well? Sorry, yeah, Stephen Marner is a retired farrier, and then he had a shed full of the things. So uh, we teamed up. We adapt. Right. So. So you've got a we, carpenter, uh, a former farrier, an ex-Royal Marine commando, uh, yeah. a man who's... Certainly, certainly did apply for that, yep. Pardon? Yeah, everyone's applied for the Royal Marines. Everyone's been through the initial procedure, that's right. Oh, I see. You've all, you all... You all applied. So you weren't in the Marines, but you, you, all, you all applied. Various degrees of success... But, so but it's, the attitude, it's the attitude. It's the spirit. I'm sorry it's to, the spirit of the Marines. Sorry. Just, do you sorry, want me to be clear what we're we, going to do? We're going to seal this guy into well, the patisserie. I, I think I understand that, but hang on a second. You, hang on. Sorry. You were a Marine, though, right? You've led me to believe that you... Are you suggesting that you... So you were the a Marine spirit. or you weren't a Marine? You don't seem to be listening to me. Every single member of our group has the spirit of the Marines. But I was under the impression that you were you were a Marine and you've trained other people to be in the skills that you learned as a Marine. But you're, I so can you tell weren't you, a Marine. I can tell you that I was a Marine. But were you? I know you can tell me that. But were you actually? Were you a Marine? I can Mar- tell you that I I I've got photographic proof uh, that I was there. Where? I signed all of the Limston? forms. I can, talk, I, I can talk you through the forms. Um, and I went through to phase two. I sailed through to phase two. Summer of 94. Phase no two problem. of what? What's the selection of marine, process? Of marine training, yeah. Which is how long? Did, well, what I that? sailed through. In fact, I think that the gentleman helping me fill out the initial forms said, you seem to be just the ticket to me. Through you go, Tony. I'm sorry, how, does it, how long does it take to get to phase two? And he two? winked at me. And he winked at me. Right, how long does it take to get to phase two? Well, you've got to fill out... There's a few forms to fill out, I'll tell you now. I'm sorry, so uh, you're, you're saying phase one of marine selection is, is literally filling out the forms on the way in through the door? That's right. You arrive at the base, the uh, commando training centre. And then what it's, happened to you? That, then I was put straight through to phase two which is the, the basic physical. And it really did go so well, that phase one. I mean, the fact that the guy would wink at me, I, I think says everything. Because right. But what you're, what you're saying is that you, 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 you failed your, your first PE test, basically. After, you I filled was, in the form. Uh, after I'd filled out the forms, I was sent to a waiting room, and we were able to peruse some of the Marine Command, Commando literature. It's amazing what they've done. They've been around the world. 
They've changed the world in many ways. They've been to uh, areas of unrest, absolutely transformed them. It's really fascinating. And they've actually got quite a casual magazine as well. Right. It just talks about uh, domestic life of a commander. Tony, did you you make it to the end of the day? Did you make it to the... How long well, did you how long did you spend at Limston? How long well, did you spend for- in the training in the training camp? How long? How long were you there? Well, unfortunately, black lung does seem to be prohibitive. Right. Uh, how long were you there? What uh, after I filled out the forms? After you filled out your forms. How long were you there? Well. Well, a good hour. Wait, I, so I, you, I read you I read, I read everything. Well, you're, you're, not a, you're not a former Royal Marine commander, then, are you? I mean, there's no, you can't even possibly well, sorry, suggest... Have you, have, you fi- have you filled out the official form? No, because I've never applied to join the Royal Marines, because I know right, over the last five minutes... Right, you're a Royal Marine and you never have No, been. well, actually, te- technically, I can't, because I've, I've got flat feet, so I would, ne- I would never have been able to apply in the first place. Not that I've ever yeah, wanted to you, apply. Do you know what? I knew you did, listening to you. No, the reason this, I know that is because this, my this, daughter's boyfriend oh, was oh, interested, and I, I, I looked this. up the, the, the regulations, so I, I know that that's why I wouldn't... Had I wanted to, but I don't. But the point is, I'm not. I'm not gallivanting about the place, claiming that I'm a, I'm a veteran Royal Marine commando. Well, I'm sorry then. Why don't you shut down the, the Exeter area? Because why I think it's completely down, mad. That's why, why not. Because shut, I think it's completely mad. Why don't you shut down? Mad. Why don't you save the lives of people in St Elwick by flat-footing your way around the community? I right. mean, good God, man. I am doing my best. I'm staying indoors. I get my one daily exercise, and I actually do my exercise very, very, very early in the morning when no one's up. Right. Well, there'll be kids having a dance, having a rave, um, breathing all over each other, uh, breathing all over each other in preparation for taking it home to their grandparents, right. and they'll hear a flip-flap motion in the street, and they'll go, oh, hang on a minute, maybe we should stop the rave. And someone will look out and go, don't worry, it's all Flatfoot going for his daily what, constitution. Rather than, rather than don't worry, it's that com- it's that complete delusional... No, rather than... ...plonker down the road who, who, who filled in a four months, and he's, he's got a handbook on the Royal Marines from the library, and he thinks he was in the Marines. You've lost the plot, yeah. man. Do you, and how many of those young people would have chance to think everything you've just said when they when they've been... Well, they've been boshed around the back of the head with half a snooker cue. I don't want no, them no, no. to be boshed around the back of the head. My own son's quite, it's quite got quite bad behaviour at the moment. He might be in that... He isn't. He hasn't been out. If he ended up there, I don't want him to be boshed by some middle-aged, black-lunged loon at all. Well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but you tell him from me, if he goes to an illegal rave and, uh, and he sets about actively spreading... Uh, a virus that's uh, that's currently absolutely out of control in this country. There's a chance he's going to get boshed on the back of the edge of the office. Well, well, I'll make sure he wears a cycling helmet, and I'll, I'll make sure to warn him that he might have to outrun some middle-aged men with black lung and possibly no legs. Yeah, well, I'm well, sure well his he'll... dad won't be out. His dad won't be outrunning us, will he? With his flat feet, flip-flapping along the road. I'm actually pretty nippy in a crisis. I bet you are. I bet you sound like one of those old-fashioned football rattles. I have quite expensive insoles in my shoes, actually. So yeah, gel ones, I bet. Yes, as it happens, yes, they are gel I ones, and they deal with that, and they mean I can move almost noiselessly. No, I think you're a fucking cunt, mate. Now that really is too much. This is a family. No, I'm sorry about that. Newsletter podcast. I think okay, that's, and that, that sort of language is absolutely. I actually think that's the reason that the Marines didn't take me, actually, because I have got a bit of a hot head. I'm, I am. I am sorry about that. Well, th- thank you. Thank you for saying no, that. No, I'm out of order. Sorry. Look, we're just trying to do our bit, okay? 
I, I've probably overreacted a little bit. We, um, in the early days, we were just, uh, we were just trying to track down people who were leaving dog mess, uh, things like that. Well, that sounds very noble. That yeah. sounds like a very noble pursuit. I mean, I, I've been, I've been looking for someone to do that in the local area for for a very long. Well, time. I, I, and we did, we did have some, we did have some success actually. We, you know, we tracked down the. Uh, it was actually the local vicar. He's got a terrier, and uh, and he was responsible for at least uh, four stool spots. So uh, a bit of rat poison, and that was dealt with. But um, oh my! No, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no, no. Hello. I'm sorry, Tony. This is not. Uh, this is not on. This is. What do you uh, say? This is, this is outrageous. What are you saying? You don't want to talk to me anymore. I've got a good mind to report you to PC Routledge. Frankly, cards on the table. Well, you're wel- what it sounds like you're doing is is organising is, is a gang. You're you know? welcome to, it's, it's but a vigilante gang. Uh, you you're welcome to report me to Routledge. I know him well, but I'll tell you this: if that man comes round to my house, he's going to be getting one piece of information very quickly when he raps on my door. Right, which is I've been sleeping with his wife. It's in chapter six of my uh, manifesto: asymmetrical countermeasures. Make sure you've got outs, outs to every situation. That's uh, what I always tell the lads. One of the things I say to the lads, get into your local community, have a few extracurricular affairs. It weakens potential enemies. And let me tell you, oh Radcliffe's wife, my God, she... Uh, yeah, that's quite enough. Light the touch paper and stand back. No, that's quite enough. It's like a firework, that woman. Uh, listen, Tony. I, 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 my instinct is to apologise for for wasting your time because I think this is an unusable interview. Um, but uh, I think actually you've wasted my time. Frankly, I, I thought this was going to be a nice link to some, you know, some nice community videos, or maybe okay. we could, we could give you some funding to put up some posters about, you know, what to do if you okay, if, you, can I if stop you've got you? a voyeur outside your window, right? Yeah. Can I stop you? Okay. Uh, how am I? Uh, how am I spelling your last name? Durridge is D U R R I D G E. G E. Yes. Why? Okay, you're on the list. You're on the list. Pardon? You're on the list. What list? You'll find out. I'm sorry. What do you mean? I'm on the. You'll find out. You just keep an eye on things. Keep your eye out. Look both ways. What what, what? what? What do you mean the list? What list? What list? You heard me.